The views and opinions expressed in this podcast by the hosts and guests do not necessarily reflect the official policy or position of Infinite Campus. One quick note before we begin, this episode was recorded in January of 2022 while we were dealing with the impact of the Omicron variant. While we're transitioning back to something that resembles normal, there's still a lot of lessons learned and key takeaways in this particular episode that I think we can all benefit from. Consider this episode a retrospective of the COVID-19 pandemic. Thank you. How do you continue quality delivery of instruction knowing that their presence in school isn't a certainty? Once you're sick, you got to stay home, right? Even a cold. That's the, the hard thing for a school is how do I continue to support my students and my families giving them quality instruction while still being able to report the things I have to report. Is a child in school or not in school? Are they learning or are they not learning? Are they still being proficient in, in, in their, their work? Hello and welcome to Transforming K-12 Education, an Infinite Campus podcast. I'm your host, Peter Snell. Infinite Campus is a student information system used by 2,000 school districts across 45 states, supporting a total of 8 million students. This podcast explores our corporate mission by diving into our customers' stories and experiences of how they are transforming K-12 for their students, staff, and communities. Today's episode is part one of a two-part series where we dive into a topic that has been in the forefront of everybody's mind over the last two years. That's right, we're talking about COVID-19 and the impact it's had on education. School districts nationwide had to pivot on a dime to determine how education was going to continue for their districts. How do you deliver digital instruction? How do you maintain communication? How do you accurately take attendance for regulatory reporting? Of course, our corporate office was impacted as well. A building normally filled with 500 employees became a ghost town with only 15 essential staff members present on any given day. We also knew that our customers were going to need tools in order to be successful in their pandemic efforts. With that said, I'd like to introduce our internal guest, product manager, Eric Gordy. March 15, I remember watching TV and, and New York, right? It started on the East Coast, it seemed like, right? We're closing down. We're, we're doing all a bunch of things. Yeah. And I, I start thinking, schools are shutting down. People are not working, right? And we're going to quarantine and keep people away from each other, right? It, it was just a weird time. No one, no one knew, knew what was going to go on. There were all the cruise ships as well. People yeah, quarantining uh, on the cruise ships. I feel like that's how it all kind of started. Oh, my gosh, yes. Scary time. So we we came in, and we were still in the office um, March 17th. You know, I, I, and I look back at my, my messages, my emails, my team's messages, things like that. March 17th, I, I send a message to Stephen Holm, and I said, are you here? And he's like, yeah. We need to figure out what's going to happen when kids aren't allowed to go to school anymore. Now, our tools are designed, right, for digital learning, right, the opportunity to, to deliver content to students at home. But when we have whole classes gone, whole schools gone, I told Stephen, I said, how are we going to do attendance? How can we do it? Because we're, 
every teacher can't get with every kid every single time, Zoom or, or, or Teams or Google Class, you know, all that stuff wasn't a highly used yet. Right. Um, so Stephen and I started talking about, could we do something with the teachers in their grade books to figure out how a student could say that they're in class or in school, but still at home? Right. Yeah. So we, we talked a, a long time. We talked about what about like an assessment where every single day a teacher assigns an assessment to a kid and it's one question. Are you here? Oh, and they right. answer that yeah. thing. So he worked on that for a while and I kept doing some other um, things with with how are we going to report attendance? How do we record it? How do we make sure? our tools work in this new era where no one's in school anymore, yeah. but yeah. they're in class, right? Um, so by the end of the day on Tuesday, Steven and I got together, he said, I think I have it. I think I have a solution where I can put an assignment in and we can, we can get this every single day as a stored procedure. I'm like, awesome. Wednesday the 18th, we talked to Charlie, we talked to uh, David Frankson and some of the other chiefs, we have this idea. Yeah. Well, Charlie's like, yeah, we need to do something. We need to do it quick, and this is a good idea. Let's go. Uh huh. And so Charlie was able to give us Jordan, um, a developer, me, Stephen, um, and David Frankson reviewing things, and we just started working. By March 28th, we had our delivery automation people. This was a Saturday, March 28th at 3.08 Mm -hmm. I, I looked at it. Um, <laughs> they started inserting the stored procedure into every single campus customer's database. Wow. Saturday night. At 9.51 a.m. on Sunday, March 29th, it was completed. Yeah. So every single district edition received this stored procedure to turn it on or turn it off to say, insert a quick assessment every single day for every single teacher so a student can say that they're in school or not. Yeah, that's it was unbelievable. That, that quick, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and that's and that's an interdepartment effort. You know, you're talking about Stephen Hallman. For our listeners who aren't familiar with Stephen, he's one of our best and brightest here. He's one of our business consultants. And then, as Eric said, we had folks from support. We had our chief architect, uh, Dave Frankson. That was all, and Charlie, our CEO, all involved with this effort. And it needed to happen quickly, just like our school districts were scrambling to figure out how they were going to make this virtual instruction work for their students. And we had so many conversations with districts at that time as well to say, how are you taking attendance? Like, we don't know. Come up with a solution. We'll use it. And that was the common thread. We don't know. Take it away from the Google spreadsheets or the whatever they're doing, right? Um, on March 30th at 3.50 p.m., one of our customers emailed from Minnesota here, emailed the client uh, executive saying, we turned it on, we used it today, it was amazing. Thank you for just thinking about trying to help us in this time. Because yeah. we don't know what to do. Right, right. <laughs> so, yeah, unbelievable. You know, this the, the pandemic unfortunately still continues to go on. Right now we're dealing with the Omicron variant. What sort of ongoing challenges are we seeing in school districts since the pandemic took place? Well, it's it's how do you continue quality delivery of instruction with your students, each individual child, knowing that their presence in school isn't a certainty? 
you have a child that gets exposed, tests positive, whatever. Now they're out for 14 days, right? They were in yeah. school, right? The, the goal for every school district, we're going to be in school, right? Mm -hmm. Period. Yeah. Right? But reality sets in and say, you can't have it. You know, you got to spread people apart. You got to mask. You got to be vaccinated. Once you're sick, you got to stay home, right? Even a cold. Yeah. Right. Yeah. You got to stay home because you don't want to have people looking at you. Going, oh, what do you have? I got a cold. You're right. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but that's the the hard thing for a school is how do I continue to support my students and my families, giving them quality instruction while still being able to report the things I have to report as a child in school or not in school? Are they learning? Or are they not learning? Are they still being proficient in, in, in their, their work. Right. right. And, and that's the difficulty, you know, the, the transiency of kids in and out, not moving in and out of the district, but just their attendance. They're in for so many days they're out for so many days or the whole district goes out. <laughs> and it's not only students in and out. We're seeing staff as well in and out. We're seeing nationwide. We're seeing teacher shortages, um, you know, shortage of, of substitute teachers. And it's, yeah. it's a it's a difficult time, and continues it, to be a difficult time for so education. hard because that's what's neat, right? It's necessary for the teacher because a highly trained individual professional leading a class and if they're out for 14 days a substitute can't necessarily come in and take over for them right i mean right. how do you keep the continuity of of instruction going that, right. that's a huge hurdle for our district a major interruption for that for that instruction uh, last question here for you, Eric. Um, how has COVID impacted development here at Infinite Campus? You kind of talked about that whirlwind uh, series of events that took place at the very beginning, um, but I know there have been some other additional development efforts that took place even beyond that. You know, any lessons learned, any new approaches that we've taken to development? Well, I will say that the pandemic, COVID, interrupted many development opportunities for us. We had projects that were going that we just shelved and stopped them. Yeah. We're finally getting back to finishing those projects off, you know, that were started two years ago. So yeah. it really paused development to focus truly teaching and learning the portal side, the support side, um, student admin side on pandemic learning. Yeah. And now we're getting back to trying to make our product better all the time, right? right. Um, during the pandemic, during this COVID time, we ran so several um, Zoom meetings, right? I was on with customers probably every two weeks, updating them with, this is what's coming. This is what we're building. Their input on the design, on the features, on the workflow and the process was so helpful to get something out quickly and something that they could implement and use right away. I remember having a couple Zoom meetings and I would run them three different times during the course of a day where we would have four to 500 people on each time wow. just trying to figure out, I need to set up blended learning groups because this is end of July, August, and school's starting. And we need to get set up and prepared for this because we are going to be distance learning, Yeah. right? So right now we've started um, other projects where we identify focus groups of specific stakeholders and we have focus group reviews of development asking them questions this is our screenshots this is our workflow does that work we give them access into some of our issue sites 
and let them play with it while we're still developing to get that feedback back in order to make sure we're continually developing in the right direction. And that's a direct result of what we did with the blended learning project, right? So much more customer input inside during development to get that feedback. Join us next time for part two of our two-part series on COVID-19, where we'll hear how Southwestern City School District in Ohio navigated the pandemic from a district perspective. Uh, And just like that, uh, our meeting turned from planning uh, to action. Uh, Our superintendent stopped by and told us that the district would be having an emergency administrative meeting uh, right here at the district service center in less than two hours. And we needed to have a plan of action on the equitable distribution of 15,000 or so Chromebooks to 22,000 students that could be executed in one day. That's next time on Transforming K-12 Education. If you enjoyed this podcast, go ahead and hit the subscribe button wherever you're tuning in from. If you are an Infinite Campus customer and want to continue the conversation, join us on the moderated forums in the campus community. If you want to learn more about Infinite Campus and our student information system, go to www.infinitecampus.com. There you can register for an overview demonstration of Infinite Campus. Again, my name is Peter Snell. Thanks so much for listening to Transforming K-12 Education.